what's Gucci, everybody? You know who it is. You know who it ain't. Welcome back for another episode of the Reckless Behavior Podcast with your host, Alea. Before you start dragging me by my already thin traction alopecia having ass edges. I know I'm, I'm inconsistent. I know. I know. You don't care, though. Listen, like I said, I see you when I see you and you appreciate it because I'm going to come with some insight. I'm going to come with some good shit to, you know, defend my absence. Anyways, as you can tell from today's title, we are going to be talking about Carlisha Hood and Meg the Stallion. I have been dying to talk about it. Today we are here. We're going to jump right into it. So let's get it popping. But first, we got to get the pleasantries out the way. For all of my new listeners, what's up? You probably caught me on Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube. I'm so happy that you now crossed over to this platform. I promise you, I'm not going to open up no more platforms. We already keep it up with a lot. Okay, we're trying to keep up with the demand. All of my returning folks, thank you for sticking with me and my inconsistent ass. But I'm saying this to tell the new people, I jumped around a lot, okay? I got about three people living inside my head. They all talking at once, and then I'm trying to convey this in a clear and concise message. So listen, listen to a few of my previous podcast episodes, check out my YouTube channel, and you'll be able to catch my cadence. All right, boom, let's get it started. Carlisha heard her 14-year-old son on June 18th went to a Chicago restaurant to grab some food. You know, it's just an ordinary, regular day. And they encounter this man, 32-year-old Jeremy Brown. Now, I am going to show the video. I will leave a link in the description of this episode. I'm not going to give you no trigger warning. I'm not going to give you a trigger warning. Is it graphic? Absolutely. But in this instance, and, and because of the topic of today's episode, I need Black women to see it because I feel like a lot of us is not taking the violence that we face at the hands of black males seriously and if that means sending you some triggering content for you to fucking get it then that's what we're gonna do so trailing back to the story they come across 13 i mean excuse me 32 year old jeremy brown we don't know what led or what started this verbal argument but both carlisha hood and jeremy they're going at it they're having a full-blown screaming match so Carlisha can see that this man is getting very, very agitated. He's getting very, very violent. He's being absolutely belligerent. Of course, no one is jumping in. And we'll get into that in a little bit. So she texts her son, you know, calling for backup. She tells him to grab the registered firearm from the car and to, you know, wait by the store. The young man comes in and without notice, you know, Carlisha did not hit this man. She did not shove this man. She did not get in his face. She did not walk up to him or give him any inkling where he would need to hit her, but she ended up hitting her. Not once, not twice, but three times. I mean, Jeremy is throwing blows at this woman like she is just some kind of man. So, of course, no, again, no one is doing anything, but her son, remember, he has a firearm. Her son pulls out that thing, lets off a couple rounds, right in Jeremy's back, ending up killing him. So this video gets uploaded to the internet. And as you know, the internet go internet. It went super viral. We had tons of eyes on this case and obviously a lot of feedback and people's thoughts on the situation. So the incident happened on June 18th and both Carlisha and her son ended up turning themselves into the Chicago State Attorney Office in which charges were filed. But those charges were dropped and both Carlisha and her son are now free present day. I want to go ahead and let you know that I will also include some links to help Carlisha and her son relocate because as you know, this is a very dangerous situation that was obviously not supposed to turn out the way it turned out. Anyone who owns a firearm, you all know that or if you don't know, the idea of having a firearm is having it but not wanting to use it. No one ever wants to 
get to that level of violence. And, you know, unfortunately, this is how that issue turned out. And now they are in danger. So uh, we do want to help them with some kind of relocation services, even if you have resources and connections to uh, apartments, jobs that are hiring, just so that we can get them out of Chicago. I will leave that in the description below. Okay, so keep that story in your back pocket because we are now going to shift gears and speak briefly on the Meg the Stallion case. I'm quite sure everyone knows who Meg the Stallion is and what happened to her recently. But for those of you who are just not privy to pop culture, there's no worries there. I'll give you this context because it heavily relates to today's episode. So Megan P, also known as Meg the Stallion, she is a Houston rapper and she is absolutely amazing. I am definitely a huge fan. Um, love to see her success. Love her body of work. Again, super immensely talented woman. On July 15th, she was shot by Daystar Peterson, also known as Tori Lanes. There was an argument that ensued in the car. Megan exited the car and ended up getting um, shot in the foot by Tori Lanes. A lot of people say that she, he didn't shoot her. She didn't, blah, blah, blah. there's just a whole bunch of back and forth. But as of recently on August 8th, he was sentenced to 10 years. When he was originally, originally convicted, excuse me, he faced 22 years. So he only got 10 years. I would have preferred life. Just speaking from my personal, my personal standpoint, he should have absolutely gotten life. Um, but, you know, 10 years in deportation, I will take that. Now, I waited quite some time for both of these two instances to play out because I wanted to get a full, like, high-level overview of both issues. There was also some back-end research that I had to do. There was a lot of internet sleuthing that I had to do to present this to you and to come correct because, I mean, I'm not a journalist or anything, but I am providing my own opinion and commentary, and I want to at least speak to some kind of facts to draw this conclusion. What I saw on the internet from my community in particularly was the least bit of shocking. It wasn't shocking at all. It was actually, I felt like, yeah, this is very on brand for the black community. Very on brand. So let's break both of these situations down. First, with Carlisha Hood. A lot of the commentary that I saw was majorly black men, of course, saying that she should have not been in his man's face, which she wasn't. I read that black women needed to learn to be quiet or why didn't she just walk away? And why didn't she, you know, de-escalate the situation? I also heard that it wasn't her son's job to protect her. Let's get into that. First off, bravo to the son. Yes. I don't know what you thought, y'all, but yes, bravo to the son. Excellent work to the son. As you should, young king, if you ever hear this, because there was nothing wrong with protecting your mother. Any male who has any kind of respect for his mother would have absolutely did the same. Any other group of males who have respect for the women in your community would have, again, did the same. This old horrible Tyrone ass nigga should have kept his hands to himself. He was talking all that cash money shit. Oh, my granny. Oh, my granny. Oh, my granny. And went to go see her five minutes later. He came for pizza and left for wings, as the streets are saying. Now, here's a very interesting part about all of this, right? This man was a father. Do you want to guess who he was a father to? Yep. Two young black girls. I want to ask y'all this. 
how many of you think that this was not his first time hitting a woman? Because for me, the way he was so quick to resort to violence when it came to a woman was extremely telling. Extremely telling. There's a couple things I also noticed. Black males are so comfortable harming black women. Y'all y'all thought when it comes to us is immediately violence because y'all are so used to us not being protected. And it's the fact that he probably thought she was by herself and that she wasn't going to be protected. Therefore, he could harm her and get away with it. I'm almost certain that's what he would have thought. Because I can tell you right now, let that have been any woman that was not black, he would absolutely not have taken that that step because non-black males and black males understand that non-black males are going to protect their women period i know that was like a, a jump around but black males know that non-black men are going to protect their women they're not going to stand for that shit so that's first and foremost secondly me seeing just how angry you black males are just prove that y'all are so used to beating our asses and getting away with it it's the fact that in the eyes of the Chicago justice system, she was justified. Her son was justified in taking that man's life. I say that to say I find it very, very interesting. Just how angry y'all are for a son simply defending his mother. Another thing that I saw that was just, again, because y'all y'all never cease to amaze me is how I saw a lot of black males saying she should have just kept quiet. She should have just left. She essentially putting the onus on her to leave as opposed to this violent bastard leaving because he clearly could not control his emotions. But I need y'all, I need y'all to help me understand something. Why do y'all delusional asses think that everyone needs to acquiesce to your fucking temper tantrums? Tell me that. Why? Mm -hmm. why did she have to leave because he was in a bad mood why did she have to leave because you know the black power king had to come through and this this is his territory why did she have to leave because i'm gonna tell you this you know what that sounds like do you know what that shit sounds like it sounds like when black people had to get off of the fucking sidewalk when white people came by mm -hmm. it sounds like when White people wanted your seats. You had to get the fuck up. It doesn't matter if it was a bus. It didn't matter if it was a diner or a cinema. When they came by, you needed to dip. I've said this before and I will say it again. And you could sound bite that shit and I'll never change my fucking mind. Black males are the white supremacists of the black community. Y'all will uphold that shit better than any fucking Ku Klux Klan member that I've ever fucking seen. Now, there's one point that I agree with, and that was the son shouldn't have had to kill another human being. That I agree with because that could be very, very, very traumatizing to any child, but a child wouldn't have to kill if anybody was trying to harm them or harm somebody that they loved. You see how that works out? Let me explain something to y'all. Families who have firearms in the household, they make sure that them kids are trained to use those firearms. Those kids know how to use the firearms, they know where they're located, and they know when to use them in the event of an imminent threat. Excuse me, I can't even, I can never say that word correctly, but they know to use that firearm with some shit get popping. So you mean to tell me, right, let's just pretend like this Carlisha Hood situation never happened. You mean to tell me 
that if someone breaks into your house and they get a hold of you where you are in a position to where you cannot protect yourself, you're going to tell me that your child that knows how to defend their property, that knows how to safely operate a firearm, you're going to mean to tell me you don't want them to use that firearm? Bitch, be fucking for real. It was never about a kid having to kill anybody. It was never about that because y'all be the first motherfuckers to take your kids to go hunting and killing some goddamn animals. So I don't want to hear that shit. The fact of the matter is that there was a black woman being protected and that resulted in a black king being killed. And you hoes just can't stand that. That is the true issue with this situation. It has nothing to do with the child. It's funny how y'all love using these kids that you swear you care about for your scapegoat ass politics and shit. You're not fooling me. Another comment I came across was Jeremy should have gone to jail. As a reminder, Jeremy Brown is the deceased. He shouldn't have lost his life over a petty altercation. And of course, it's just a petty altercation, right? We're going to forget the fact that he fucking assaulted her because it's just a minor inconvenience. I'm so happy you fucking brought up jail. I'm so happy you brought up jail because let's take a look at this CBS fucking style receipt of charges he has. Criminal trespassing. Wow. Could not see that coming. Wait, is that battery? Battery? Domestic battery? Domestic battery again? He has been arrested for domestic battery twice. In 2012, 2017, and he had battery a battery charge in 2019. He also had an order of protection in 2017. And if you don't know the difference between a restraining order and an order of protection, an order of protection grants the victim protections from their spouse or their, their boyfriend or their wife, etc. So... Let me get this straight. You want me to spend my hard-earned American tax dollars on niggas like this, and you think jail is going to help? Jail is vacation for these niggas, okay? They get in three hots in a cot and get to hang out with their homeboys all day with an endless dick bar. You think I want to spend my tax dollars on a repeat-ass offender? Have you lost your goddamn mind? 63.8% of violent offenders are repeat offenders. Let me go ahead. Is this thing on? Can y'all hear me? 63.8% of violent offenders are repeat offenders. Tell me how Joe was going to help him. I'll wait. Carlisha and her son has faced so much violence that they have to relocate. I kept seeing so many people saying, oh my God, I feel so afraid for this young man and this woman because they're going to retaliate. Imagine you facing so much violence at the hands of the men in your community that when one of them actually protects you, now they want to kill you because you defended yourself. Now it's time to retaliate. Now they're going to spin the block. Now they want to get back in blood. Imagine that. Imagine that. It's the fact that y'all want to cause harm to a child for simply defending his mother. And let's talk about how you males want to harm a child. It's the fact that a child exercised more manhood than any of those grown-ass men standing in that facility. Let me say it again. A child exercised more manhood and courage than all y'all males. And y'all are weak and pathetic for that shit. Y'all look like bitches. All y'all want to be hard asses, think y'all hot shit, y'all popping all this cash money shit. You got all this street cred because one of y'all didn't kill another fucking blackmail over some dirty ass blocks or God forbid some drugs or sneakers. Y'all are weak as shit. 
this young man probably right now has far more street cred and respect than all y'all niggas combined. Let's just keep it a buck. So let's fast forward a little bit. Now that the hype has died down a little bit, right? They finally go ahead and bury this man. They bury this man and there were black women in his family making shirts off of, you know, putting him on shirts and all that shit and calling him the knockout king. Actually being proud of what the fuck he did and that was so disgusting. I was not even shocked. And try to keep my composure here because when I saw that shit, I was fucking livid. I'm almost certain the woman who was on Instagram or I think it was Facebook talking about, yeah, y'all giving us clout. <laughs> you giving us clout. I'm almost certain he didn't throw, hit you with a couple blows. And he didn't got your fucking brain so goddamn smooth that you can't see what he did was a fucking problem. Because what would have stopped him from killing her? That's what I would have done. But you over here celebrating who hiding and uh, uh, having your fucking fish fry to bury this nigga. Who had someone who didn't even pose a threat to him. And you celebrated him. This is trickling into this Megan situation. I'm almost certain that y'all would have actually gave a fuck if Megan would have died. And I hate to even say that. Y'all would have had more empathy you would have cared for if she would have died. It would have been all this RIP that been just another fucking black woman dead at the hands of another black male. Because the way I was seeing black women specifically saying 10 years, that's excessive. It's not like she died or something. Have you lost your fucking mind? That is traumatic. I couldn't imagine being faced right then and there with, the, with death. He could have hit anything. And not only did he not shot shoot one shot, it was multiple. And y'all out here saying that the sentencing was too aggressive? Are you kidding me? Y'all don't fucking, this community don't care about fucking black women. Black males can, can excuse me, black males can harm you. Beat your ass down. Kill you. And you will have Bitches in this community blaming you. One thing that I also saw was, well, she was lying in the beginning about who shot her. You know why? Because black women in this community are so fucking dick dizzy over black males that y'all are willing to lie to protect them in the face of them being your direct threat. Um, Does don't call the cops on a black man ring a fucking bell? Because, baby, listen, check it out. One thing about me, <laughs> when it comes to the boys in blue, I'ma call them. Stop playing with me. Quit fucking playing with me. When it comes to them boys in blue, I'ma call them. I'm real good friends with the cops out here. I ain't got real friendly. I'm at the fundraisers. I'm at the events. I'm at all that. Because, listen, when I am the face of being a victim of violence every four and a half hours in this country, you goddamn right, I'm going I'm going back to blue. And I don't care who feel a way about that. I said what the hell I said. When there is a chance that because it's the fourth hour, I will lose my life because of a black male, I'm going back the blue. Because for some reason, right, black males, you got mad smoke for black women. It's interesting. You will beat us. You will kill us. But when them cops come around, when them cops come around, all of a sudden, you want to look to black women to get on our bodies of salvation and our, our marching boots to go in the street and break dance for your lives. Interesting. 
So if that's what's going to neutralize this situation, you goddamn right I'm going to call the cops and I'm going to call them every goddamn time. That woman specifically said, we are three black people and I knew he had a gun and I didn't want him to get in trouble. She was protecting him even when he was trying to cause harm to her. And I am trying my hardest. I wanted to really have grace for these women, for the women of Jeremy Brown, but to see them celebrating this, I could not. The black women, the bitches in this community that okay this shit, that victim blame black women because maybe she should have just walked away or she shouldn't have made them angry. Y'all are the reason why they feel okay to entice violence and inflict violence because your ass is going to always be there to back up they shit. You are just as dangerous as these black males. And if you're a black woman that think like me, if you side with the Carlisha Hoods and the mega piece of the world and every other black woman that has been a victim of violence at the hands of black males, you will get the fuck away from these people. They do not like you. Black women, are you not tired? Are you not tired? Are you not tired of turning on the news or social media and seeing that you're being told that you're undesirable or you're ugly or you're masculine or you, God forbid you're ending up as another statistic because some black male done off show at. Are you not tired? Are you not tired of making up on average 16% of these cities, these larger cities, 16% of the population, but you, it is you that are accounting for 50% of those crimes, both nonviolent and violent. Are you not tired of that shit? This message is for the black women that see the violence and the dysfunction in this community. I'm going to watch me back when I say this, but you pick me's, I'm not talking to you. You black male identified black women, I'm not talking to you. I pray for you. I pray that you do not end up six feet or in the back of one of these naked trucks or something. I pray. I really, truly do. But for the women that see it and you are, you want a way out, this is your fucking sign. What else is it going to take? 4.8 hours you getting off. Again, cities like Chicago, you're 16% of the population, but you make up for 50% of the crimes, both violent and non-violent. Are you not tired? This is your move. Okay? Your, your girls can't go to bus stops because they are getting jumped by little black boys that are going to grow up to be black men who are going to harm you in the future. You can't go to your gas station to get wine because they want to attack you because you denied their advances. You denied their advances. They're biting your eyes out of your socket. And I don't want to hear, you know, well, all women, I get that. I get that. I do. Trust me. But I can only speak to the experience that I face as a black woman and a black woman that obviously looked like me. It is black women that face far more violence statistically more than any other race of women at the hands of their own men. That's who I'm talking about. This isn't to dismiss the violence that all women go through. And when we're talking about the likelihood of us facing far more violence than anybody else that doesn't that does not look like us, this is gonna be my area of focus. And if you feel some type of way about it, I'm going to just tell you right now, you're somebody that does not give a fuck about black, black women and I don't fuck with you and you can exit stage left. 
And I know what's coming. Well, what about the brothers? You only be, you be speaking down on the brothers. The brothers, the brothers, the brothers. I don't give a fuck about the brothers because they don't give a fuck about themselves and they don't give a fuck about black women. My primary focus is the safety and preservation of black women. And if you cannot get with that, I cannot help you. This is not the space for you. For centuries, it has always been just hyper protection of black males and their eagles and their livelihood. We protect them more than we protect our fucking selves and we get nothing in return. There is zero reciprocity. Black women for centuries, how many years and centuries have we heard that we are the least protected? They have done nothing to protect you. They cannot tell you present day how they protect you or how they love you or how they show you ways that they love you. They can't. But you know what you'll do? You'll start organizations to protect them. You will stand in the face of tear gas and rubber bullets to defend them. You will make a human arm chain in front of the males that's supposed to be protecting you. That's what you'll do. That's how far your loyalty goes. Y'all are willing to sacrifice other black women for these males. You gotta be fucking tired at this point. And I say that to say, I am noticing a shift. I'm trying not to get emotional, y'all, because I just, there is nothing more that I hate than to see a black woman who was just so fiercely for the community, this community, you know, for the black king, and they end up getting the fuck got. That shit is hard to see. With that, I can say that in the past, I would say a year and a half, I'm definitely noticing a shift, right, when it comes to Black women. For the longest time, y'all know that Black women have been the face of single motherhoods, having, you know, out of wedlock children, and just, again, being fatherless families. I have noticed a significant decline in birth rates. Like, we are noticing this across the board, but this is more prevalent in terms of, again, Black women, because for a very long time, Black women were the face of single motherhood. Black women are not having kids or they're postponing having kids until they get married, right? They, we are prioritizing ourselves, right? We are dating out. We are keeping the same energy. We keep it up with our brothers. You know, we rest, you know, they're dating out. So we are deciding to follow suit, right? May the best man win regardless of race. We are getting armed and that was something I was so happy to see. Just seeing that black women are the, fastest growing group of firearm owners and i'm so proud of you you already know i'm gonna leak some resources because i get it listen check this out i know a lot of you guys you don't want to have to do that i i fucking get it trust but a taser pepper spray you know the chances i just feel like it's just not I just don't think that's going to suffice. I'm going to just go ahead and say, I just don't think that's a, that's going to suffice. You know, with tasers, you got to make sure that bitch is charged. You got to make sure you ain't tasing yourself. And sometimes these aren't like police crate tasers. They got to be up on you. And if you, if they got a knife, how is a taser going to help you? If they have a gun, how is a taser going to help you, right? Pepper spray, you got to make sure that shit don't dry out. I mean, I know they have some that are like jail for, but again, it is very easy to get a defective product. But what I can tell you is with proper training, and carrying that firearm, you could eliminate the risk of you becoming another statistic. 
So yes, I absolutely will be linking resources that that will help you become trained um, to purchase a firearm. Yes, it's scary, but would you rather be fucking scraped off of the pavement because one of these niggas had got you? Like, what do you prefer? And this is in no way of me enticing violence. No, I'm enticing you to protect yourself. Here in the state of Texas, one thing I learned about these Texas baby, they gonna pack that heat, okay? They gonna stay with the blicky and they don't give a fuck about it. They not gonna argue with you. They gonna ask your ass, what's the backup? And that's it. They gonna blow your ass back. They gonna split your fucking wig. The women too. And it only took me to see that the women were not playing out. I was just like, this is okay. This is okay for me to do. It's okay for me to protect myself. The rights to bear arms. Black women, we are the last people to fucking get that notice and it's time that we wake up. When I take a high-level overview of both of these situations with Meg Bastallion and Carlisha Hood, I am almost not shocked because it's just giving just another day in the Black community's high. <laughs> it's really giving just that. And I'm so tired of seeing other Black women having to deal with this shit. What I'm telling you is that you cannot fucking save this community. Every time we have these cases, I'm going to continue to tell you, you cannot save this community. This community was fucked when your males sold you into slavery. That was when the community was at no salvation. You cannot restore this community and you've been doing it for far too long and you are going to quite literally lose your life figuratively and literally if you keep trying to do this you need to develop an extra strategy and start to disassociate from this community because they do not like you the black males don't like you and the black women that identify with black males do not like you and they will harm you and not think shit about it that is all that I have for today's episode. I want to thank everybody for supporting me and allowing me to vent and share my concerns and share my thoughts on this very troubling topic. I definitely want to hear from you. I want to hear from you, Black women. What is your take on this whole Carlisha Hood situation and this Megan Pete situation? What is your feedback or your thoughts on the Black community overall? Are you still trying to save the community? Do you think there is some hope within saving this community? Are you completely divested? Are you halfway in? Are you halfway out? I definitely want to hear from you. As always, you can catch me on any of my social media platforms. You can catch me on Instagram at it's underscore Alea. You can catch me on TikTok at Latoxica. You can catch me on YouTube at Alea Reed. You can also follow this podcast. You can also email me at hello at alea.com. Thank you so much for supporting me and supporting the channel. I love you so much and I will catch you in my next episode. Peace. Baby, wanna go?